Are you ready? Because I want you to pay attention. This is the beginning of something. He makes my cold black heart feel colder and blacker. Uh, who is it again? Pete. Pete McMurray. How do you spell it? P-E-T-E. Oh, Pete. Yeah. This is the Pete McMurray Show. Hello and welcome into the show. We'd love for you to follow us on social media at Pete McMurray. Let's welcome in the gang. It is Lisa and Rob. And Rob, was she referring to me when she said her cold black heart gets colder and blacker (laughs) around me? Is that right? Um, On advice from Counsel Pete, (laughs) I will exercise my Fifth Amendment Uh, rights not uh, to self-incriminate. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the source. Uh, the cold black heart. Is that? Um, yeah. I've been accused of having a cold black heart. Oh, boy. But I think I'm very loving and caring. Today. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now at this very moment. I love the movie Road Trip where the kid in college accidentally mails the sex tape that he had with another girl to his girlfriend. And then he had to get in the van and take off and intercept the tape before his girlfriend got back to her school. Road trip, we all remember it? Yeah, yeah. back in the day. Oh, I love it. Brecken Meyer, who starred in Road Trip, is going to join us today. He's got a new movie out. Did you guys ever do uh, road trips in uh, in college? You ever? Yeah. I did it all the yeah. time. I had a buddy. Of course you did. I'm sure I drove right past Rob in uh, um, Southern Illinois. I had a buddy that went to Eastern. I had a buddy that went to Iowa. I had a buddy that went to uh, Laura's in Dubuque, ISU, and I got kicked out of bars in every single city. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Good for you. Thank you so, (laughs) so much. But see, you did the regional thing. I hopped in a car, drove through the night all the way down to Orlando, Florida. Oh, no. Why? Oh, because Florida, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, but did you have buddies down there? I know you worked at Disney. Was that... Um... Buddies down there, had a buddy who was down there, who went to my school. Ah, okay. And I want to go back and recapture that magic. Got it. Magic. Magic. Get the magic, magic. kingdom. Magic. Yeah. Did you ever get kicked right. out of any bars in Orlando? Well, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been kicked out of a bar. In your Does whole being life? Too rowdy? What? I can right. name off, okay. Uh, the, I've closed a few bars, but uh, I've never been kicked out. The Walnut in Dubuque, Iowa. I want to apologize to that old married <laughs> couple that owned the place. They were the sweetest couple. Sometimes you get out of hand. Um, I want to say Moms at Eastern. I've probably been thrown out three or four times, or was it Rocks? I can't remember. I worked at Rockies in Peoria. I think I got thrown out of that bar. Pete. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. While you were working or just as a patron? <laughs> uh, both. Pub wow. 2 in Bloomington I've been kicked out of. Yeah, I mean, you name it. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Despite how annoying me and my girlfriends can be, we could be a little shrieky. But you've we never been kicked, kicked out. out? Nah. They don't kick out the cute chicks. I can't. I was just going to say that. I think You're in a bar right. setting, I think a bar se- the the female clientele is given much greater latitude than the men. Yeah. Thank you, Rob. Yes, yes, 100%. Is there a song that screams summer more than this right here? Oh, yeah. Saturday in the Park. Jam. I mean, the guy that wrote that song, one of the original members of the band Chicago, Robert Lamb, is going to join us on today's show. Gosh, I mean, I mean, when you think of summer, what's your go-to song? What do you got? 
Saturday in the Park has got to be one of mine. That's in the top five, at least. Listen, when it when the weather first turns from winter to less winter in the spring and the sun comes out, I always have to get in my car and blast. Here comes the sun by the Beatles. Oh, it's been a long been a winter. <laughs> because we live in the Midwest and it's very it's dark. Yes. I think I'm going to go with Big Pimpin' by Jay-Z. That's my Big summer song. Big Pimpin'? What? Spend, spending the cheese. You are just, yeah. I mean, I just, <laughs> I, I learn something new about you every single day. <laughs> it's a great little ditty by Jay-Z. Wow, you it like Jay-Z. Song. That's just, Rob would be the last like person. Jay-Z. I like uh, Jay-Z. song. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. A good tune. All right, how about this? We've all been there. We bring food to work. We go back to the fridge or our desk later, and guess what? It's gone. No. Someone stole our food. How many times has that happened, or have you stolen someone's food? Why do people do this? Why do people do People do it all the time. With all the innovations in technology, I mean, fridges, you can see through them. They've got the door and door. They've got the upside-down fridge, the freezer in the corner. I mean... Why not just take a video camera like a ring doorbell setting? Oh, yeah. And then it just it's on a loop. And if you suspect somebody has stolen your food, you can go back and you've got the video evidence. What about the great story of a dude? This is real. He loves spicy food and someone kept stealing his lunch. So finally, he just made it like super spicy, like the way he likes it. And the person who stole the food got really sick because it was Ooh. so spicy. And then they were like mad at the dude, even though they stole his lunch. Oh my gosh. Always blame the other person, 100%. Oh, it's not my fault I stole your lunch and it was too spicy for me. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go the spice route, but I think I would do... Laxatives? The scene, uh, yeah, like yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Just yeah. load it up with a laxative. Yeah. yeah but that and shows then the explosion intent, happened. That yeah. shows intent to harm. Well, you, you find out. Other, you well, find out the person there. because they're in the bathroom every 10 quick. minutes. Right. right. But there's cameras. Think about your workplace. There's cameras everywhere now, including the break room. Right. It's so sad and depressing. I know. Um, Listen, someone stole my food, HR. Can you please check the tape? Can we go to the video? Took my Greek there? yogurt. Uh-huh. My Greek yogurt was zero percent fat. One in three people admit to stealing food that wasn't theirs from the office refrigerator because it looked too delicious to pass up. Have you ever stolen someone's food? No, because I'm a good human being. Rob, I think I did mistakenly a few times because we work in the media, a lot of food around yes. all the time. Right. I think I dipped my hand into something that I thought was community property after food had been delivered. That's that's a different story. That was a mistake. I absolutely have. I'm the only one that is honest on this show. I have stolen food numerous times. You're also the only person who's gotten kicked out of a Every bar you've <laughs> ever been in. Right. You are not. Oh. You know what? Pete, <laughs> I need to call your mother. She did not raise you to do this. Women are the most likely offenders for stealing food in the workplace. I don't believe it, but okay. Even more, one in five people have resorted to picking a food they love out of the trash can at work. <laughs> I love George Costanza. I was going to say, what if we turn into George Costanza picking the donut up off the top of the trash? Have you done that? 
In my no. own home? Are of you sure? At, oh, in my house? Yes. In your yes. house? Okay. Well, yes. that's different because you know what's in the garbage. But have you ever right. done it at work? No. I have seen people do it at work. At a radio oh. station? Come on, man. What is it with office food? It's like these people have been on a desert island for months, and this is the first meal that they have had <laughs> I know. in I know. days. It's They go crazy. They go so crazy. They, like, hoard up their plate like yep. they're never going to be able to eat again. Right. I, I don't know. Like a herd of Thompson's gazelles on the Serengeti. <laughs> you cannot get radio people to one place in the radio station faster than free food oh yeah 100 unreal right unreal rob we used to work with a guy i won't name him but uh he would fill up oh, two plates will. he would fill up two <laughs> plates of food at our old uh radio station and then after he was done he would fill another plate and put a napkin over it and put it in the fridge so he could get carry out and take it home well at that same radio station and i will not name this female employee used to do the same thing two plates cover it up bring it home oh my gosh oh, yeah all right well feed the kids i like, don't you make dinner <laughs> so, what kind of mother well, are you oh uh my husband uh will love this it'll be oh, nice yeah. well your husband yeah. doesn't work here do you understand right. that right yeah. this is for the people who are here and maybe if there was some leftover the people at work could enjoy it again tomorrow and just FYI, for those who are thinking about getting into radio, know this. Your income is supplemented by the free food. You will not make any more money. It is supplemented by the free food. Period. Is it just radio stations or it's everywhere? Because I've worked at other places and I've had side hustles and I've worked in offices where people do go nuts when they see free food. Well, I think it was such like an advertised perk in the, you know, 2000s to pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that like, yeah, it was just like a known thing. If your office doesn't give you food, then why would you even work there? What, what cracks me up is that, let's say, for instance, you bring in sub sandwiches and they put it in those party boxes. So the subs are mm-hmm. neatly cut up and you mm-hmm. grab a couple and you put it on your plate. Right. What's left over, though, is very revealing about people's eating habits. <laughs> oh, my God. It's always yes. it's always that veggie sub on the multigrain mm. bread that's left over. There's like three morsels left. Nobody wants to touch the veggie sub. And I love oh. the person that doesn't want to wrap it in a napkin and carry it out. And they have the big container. Well, if I'm going to take the big container, I can take more. And they carry the big plastic container with the see-through right. top. Out to this their car. conversation is making me hate people. <laughs> it's making oh, me no. so mad. Oh boy! <laughs> like I'm smiling, but like honestly, this kind of stuff just makes me bonkers. Oh. I hate anything where someone thinks that they are more special than the rest of the group. Like, yeah. You're not a special snowflake. You don't deserve any more than anyone else. You don't deserve to go first because whatever you think about yourself, like. You don't deserve to run a red light because you're running late. Like, that's not my problem. Figure it out. You're not special. None of, listen, everybody, you are not special. Where does that sense of entitlement come from? Well, I'm going to fill two plates and then I'm going to take a plate home. Really? With no guilt, with no thought Zero. of anyone else in the office. Right. Maybe like someone is in a meeting and uh-huh. they would like to eat lunch when they get out of the meeting. All right, Lisa, we're going to put you in a good mood because we're going to take a break right here and you can, can regroup. Talk about good people who yes. are special? We will do that, yes. More of the show on the way.
more of The Pete McMurray Show next. I've seen this movie before. You have? Sure. This is the part where all is lost and the hero searches for hope. Then a mysterious figure reminds her that she has the farmer's home policy per guaranteed replacement cost and that her home will be rebuilt regardless of her limits or if the cost of materials has gone up. (laughs) That's really something. Get a whole lot of something with farmer's policy perks. Wait, I didn't ruin the ending, did I? Yeah. Yeah, you did. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. I've been driving trucks for a long time. Safety is my number one priority. I know that my truck has huge blind spots. That's why I remember to check my mirrors often for smaller vehicles. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. Next time you're behind the wheel, try to avoid lingering in those blind spots. It can be dangerous. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Learn how at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest trail. I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... I want to be a... I want to be a... I want to be I want to be a... When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.